So I speak into this thing, right? You're getting These great are the intuitive right now. skills that have gotten me this far in life. <laughs> that's, that's this microphone, great. I like. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> All right. You ready? Sure. Okay. All right. So, what's up? Welcome to Glass Half Full Toledo. I have the honor of having my morning brew this morning with the highest executive office in our city. No big deal. Toledo Mayor Wade Kapsikavich, thank you so much for joining me. Just a day after your annual address, I'm sure you're not busy at all. <laughs> well, it, uh, last night was a big night. We gave uh, our update to the community on the state of the city and that uh, I always try to be succinct and brief and yet it still ran an hour and 20 minutes long, <laughs> which is partly my nature. I'm a, I, I can be verbose, I suppose. But it's also a reflection of just how much we're doing or we're trying to do. I mean, one of my philosophies as mayor is that, you know, we're going to try things. We're, we're going to try new ideas and new programs and new initiatives. We're going to throw things up against the wall and some of them are going to work. Some of them aren't. And the ones that don't work, we'll learn from that. We'll admit our mistakes. We'll dust ourselves off and we're going to try again. And then we're going to try again. It's, I, I believe in per perpetual motion that we're always up in the mayor's office. We're going to be active and engaged. We're not going to be passive. We're not going to sit back and watch the world pass us by. So that does mean burning the candle at both ends sometimes and uh, have needing an hour and 20 minutes to update the citizens on all the wonderful things that we're either doing or trying to do. But that's okay. That's what I believe Toledo needs. I think Toledo's in an exciting moment in its history right now. Um, I think the window of opportunity in this community is open, but you just never know how long it's going to be open. It's not going to be open forever. At some point, the economy is going to you know, shift, and I just want to make sure we're doing everything we can while, while we're in this sweet spot to make Toledo the best it can be. That's really, really exciting. And I think you hit the nail on the head because for me, I've been saying, you know, it's a really, really great time to be alive and in Toledo right now just because of all the up and coming changes. I actually went to the transportation meeting on Wednesday and it's amazing all the things they're talking about, festival streets and even converting our landscape down there to accommodate all of these changes. Yeah, yes, I mean, downtown right now is probably the most visible manifestation mm -hmm. of Toledo's comeback. It's. Uh, I mean, you can see it, and for someone of my elderly status, and I'm 46, I remember when downtown was sort of a ghost town, and you know, Portside had closed, and you know, all the shops uh, moved up or had closed up and moved out somewhere into the suburbs. And times have changed. Toledo's downtown is expanding and booming. It is downtown is Toledo's fastest growing neighborhood. Mm -hmm. Now, part of it is that we are the beneficiaries of a positive national trend. Right now in the country, in the United States, cities are growing. This is a good time for cities. It's an exciting time for cities. Cities are growing at a faster rate than their suburbs for the first time since the invention of the automobile. Now, don't get me wrong, suburbs are growing too. They're not going anywhere, but cities are growing faster. Of the 100 largest cities by population in this country, and Toledo is in that list, I think we're seven, number 72, larger than Orlando, by the way, no, no one would believe that. <laughs> we don't have Disney World, and yet we're, we're a bigger city, frankly. Um, so of the top 100 cities in this country, 92 of them have added population since the last census in 2010. 
the last time 92% of this country's largest 100 cities grew in any one decade was the 1930s. So something is happening in America uh, that, I just gave you two stats, one was the first time in 100 and so years, the other one was the first time in 70, 80 years. For the first time in decades, cities in America are growing. Uh, cities are where people want to be. For much of the last 60 years, cities were places people flee. And so Toledo is a beneficiary of that. But we have also, in a, we're not just sitting back and hoping a national tide you know, takes us over the finish line. We've had to make some conscious decisions uh, on how to take advantage of this trend. And our parking study and the, the changes that we're contemplating to our downtown parking menu are one of the things that we are consciously deciding to do. And the result of that, as you saw at that meeting, could be some really exciting investments mm -hmm. in the downtown, streetscapes, decorative street lamps, uh, so you know, wrought iron signs that say, you know, welcome to whatever, Summit Street Village or whatever mm -hmm. the heck it's gonna be called. We can take some of that money and just do something as simple as fix the crumbling sidewalks that right. are down there in some cases or renovate Levis Park. So there's a lot going on. Some of it's part of a national trend and we're catching the wave, but some of it are decisions that we're making. 15 years ago, I'm obviously the mayor now, 15 years ago I was on Toledo City Council and mm -hmm. I took a little detour in between. But I remember when I was on council, this almost 20 years ago really, we couldn't bribe people to live downtown. I mean, we couldn't bribe them. Yeah, isn't that crazy how and, that happens? And now, the market wants it to happen. Now folks are moving down there and there's three year, in some cases, three year waiting lists. So you want to yeah. live in the Burdan building, you want to live in yeah. the Barclay Lofts, so stand up so it's good. So we are trying to make downtown walkable, bikeable, mm -hmm. and we'll get there ourselves. So talk to me a little bit about public transit, because that's something that really stood out to me at the transportation meeting is sort of this shift from, <clears throat> I mean, I don't ever think Toledo will get away from the auto industry altogether. It's, it's an integral part of our history. It's kind of a part of who we are, but it was really exciting for me to see the bike paths and the ability now for downtowners to be able to walk. And I understand you actually take the bus at least mm -hmm. once a week to and from your office. So talk to me a little about that because I think changing transportation downtown is also going to require changing a little bit of that cultural element that surrounds sure. it too. Because right now there's definitely a stigma and I don't think that's necessarily unique for Toledo, but you I know, agree. In a place like New York, where everyone takes public transit and doesn't think twice about it, I guess I'm wondering, what can sure. we do to sort of so help fix that? You're absolutely right. Um, just to take an example, you mentioned New York. My, um, I have someone on my executive staff, mm -hmm. an Ignacio Messina, who's our uh, public information officer, who's born and raised in New York City, I think Queens. And he said he never got his driver's license until he was 21, mm -hmm. 22, and said I never had to. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I took public transportation all the time, everywhere. Mm -hmm. Never crossed my mind to even need to get a car. Right. But that, you know, and that is one sort of extreme, perhaps. But cities like Toledo over the years maybe have adopted too much of the other extreme. And, and, and that is to become too reliant on the automobile. Now, you're right. The, the, the automobiles are never going to go away. We don't want them to go away. The... the, the it is in the DNA of our city uh, to build Jeeps and to build transmissions and to build mm -hmm. uh, crankshafts and uh, <laughs> to have stamping plants where we stamp bumpers and send them up to, you know, to, to Detroit to turn into a car. And that's great, and we're going to continue to do that. But 
a, a grown-up city of the future needs to have a vibrant public transportation network, and we just don't have that right now in Toledo. And Tarda faces some real challenges, and I, re I can't remember where I read this, it may have been in an editorial recently, it said that Tarda needs to decide what it is. Is it a social service agency serving primarily the poor, or is it a, a viable option for folks to, to, to transport themselves throughout town? And even asking that question in some ways reveals the answer, that right now we have a system that is really struggling. I do take the bus once a week, and I have been ever since I became mayor, actually. The day varies depending on my schedule, but once a week I, tr I, I make it a point to do that for a lot of reasons. One, I do think it helps connect someone like me to people, you know, in a way mm -hmm. that you don't if you're, you know, stuck behind your desk all day. Mm -hmm. But also, really symbolically, I'm trying to start a conversation about public transportation and how we need to do better. The fact of the matter is, millennials, and you know, so really, if you're 40 years or younger, public transportation is crucial to your view of the future. Mm -hmm. And I know the Amazon HQ2 sweepstakes was a bit silly. Right, right. They get awarded to New York and the New York kicked them out. And I understand it was, but when you remember, if you can remember back, that they had a very specific list of guidelines that they were looking for in the city that they were going to choose. And part of it was a fiber optic network and broadband. And part of it was they wanted a city of a certain population. The airport had to be a certain size and blah, blah, blah. One of the very specific things they listed though was a robust public transportation system. Not because it makes them feel good, not because they necessarily love the earth, though uh -huh. they probably do, but because this is what the emerging demographic in our country demands. Mm -hmm. So we have to do better in public transportation, not just to be kind to the earth, mm -hmm. not just to make sure people get what they need, but for our economy. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is crucial to our economy that we get this right. And we lose out on opportunities all the time for for fear on behalf of the business community that we, we are not better able to transport our people from point A to point B. It's a huge issue going forward. What is your story? Are you a lifelong Toledoan? So, yep. Um, I went to college in Michigan and okay. then I moved, actually, ironically, I moved to New York for a couple years. Okay. Left my car behind. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, came back, moved downtown and was blown away just by what was happening. There is... Yeah. There. So where where did you go? Where did you go to high school? When did you? Sure. So my parents live in Swanton okay. area now. So um, I went to Evergreen out Evergreen. in Metamora. Okay. We have a drive your tractor to school day. So okay. I think that tells you. We have you. the same thing downtown. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think that tells you about everything okay. you need to know there. But yeah, um, I went to Siena Heights in oh, sure, Adrian, sure, Michigan. Sure. Yep. And then. Yeah. So. I recently read that you had met with Cleveland at one point. There was some sort of meeting where they were involved, just kind of saying what they did as they went through their resurgence. And I know Detroit is sort of going through similar Toledo struggles right now, too. Um, Detroit kind of has a thing, right? They're up and coming with music and mm -hmm. venues like Elk Club and stuff are sort of bringing those people back downtown. And then Cleveland, food, right? Like all these mm -hmm. chef-run restaurants and things like that. So I guess if you had to guess, what what do you think Toledo's thing is going to be? Well, <laughs> you know what? The I'll be I'll be very honest mm -hmm. uh, and say I don't know. I don't know. But more importantly, I don't think I'm the one who should decide. Mm -hmm. I, I think this happens best when it 
evolves organically. I don't think cities can be reinvented from some sort of a top-down, hierarchical, government-controlled mm. decision, hear ye, hear ye, <laughs> we will exceed in food and restaurant service going, for, you know? Right, I right. don't think that's what happened in Cleveland. I don't think no, that's what happened. No, not at all. So, so to, now, the city's job, government's job in general, is to be there to provide the resources to be able to help entrepreneurs and ideas spring forth, and we will absolutely do that. But really, the answer to... Uh, that question comes in the people itself. Toledo, you know, Toledoans and, you know, risk-taking entrepreneurs and, and millennials, they will make that decision and then the city had better be able to be nimble enough to be poised to help them. We will. But that answer comes from the people. I mean, this, mm -hmm. is, a, this is a very democratic, pluralistic mm -hmm. uh, part of the conversation, but I think that's what happens. Now, I think there are some resources we have that may guide our future. We you know, we do have a manufacturing in our DNA, that is true, but we also have a really vibrant arts culture, more so than I, th I think people realize. I, it's it's great that you brought up the arts because I was a, a Broadway baby growing yeah. up, so yeah, that really I think there's something there. I really, mm -hmm. and I was a theatrical person also. I mean, when I was in high school, my, my go-to uh, extracurricular, I was in the musicals. Oh, uh, awesome, yeah. play yep. and theater, you know. But you know, Toledo. Sure, Toledo is the is known as the glass capital of the world because of a hundred years ago our manufacturing. We still have that. Mm -hmm. But now you go by the glass museum and you see this just wonderful glass blown art. I mean, yeah. there, we have a bigger, we have a a more prominent symphony than a city our size should have, and a more prominent zoo, and a more prominent. We have a grown up museum. I mean, there are people from the Louvre who visit us every couple months. Yeah, it's to, amazing. You know, and that is, that's rare. So I don't know, I just, I think there could be something there mm -hmm. for Toledo, but. We all know the museum is first class, wonderful, best in the, among the best in the nation. Same thing could be said for the zoo and the symphony, and mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera. But when you think about the arts as a, a singular entity, the arts industry in Toledo, if, if there are over 12,000 people who work in the creative fields in Toledo, and that could be all different types mm -hmm. of art, and art can mean many things, but if you add them up, it's 12,000 people. If they worked under one roof, they would be the largest employer in the city of Toledo, far larger than Jeep or Chromatic or anything else. Think about. They, the economic impact they have on our community totals just over $850 million, almost a billion dollars that would be roughly the impact that the University of Toledo makes. And no one would ever think the University of Toledo is a tiny uh, entity, uh, entity yeah. in our city. So I began the question by saying, oh, I have no opinion, that's not for me to decide. And then by the end of the answer, I, I may be it revealed. Just, I just think that that is a, Toledo is emerging as a arts, as a community whose art, arts infrastructure is very strong and certainly stronger than most cities our size. When you expect uh, major amenities in New York City and Chicago, of course you're gonna have a world-class museum and mm -hmm. symphony and uh, you know, New York City. But Toledo doesn't have to take a backseat to anyone when it comes to a number of these amenities. I think that could be part of the answer of what we become going forward. But at the end of the day, I guess I'll double back. It's up to Toledoans, and then it's up to people like me to help 
the dream of Toledo has become reality. Thank you so much. Thank you. I this really, is wonderful. I really appreciate your time. Yeah, no. I'll even shake your hand. Thank see, you. look, we're shaking we're hands. Shaking hands. I don't can, know if you can hear that. Can't you see the that? <laughs> can't you see, feel, hear the love coming coming through the microphone? Well, thank you so much. Thank I really, you. really appreciate it. That's a wrap. That was good. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for that. No, thank you so much for doing